Hi, and welcome to Kids Yoga Matters with me, Maria Jones. In this podcast, we talk about all the reasons why kids yoga matters. So let's begin. Laura, welcome. Thank you for coming on board. Laura is probably a teacher trainer for a few of the people in the group, yoga in the classroom, and I've heard of many nice things, which is why I reached out to her and invited her on this podcast. Our subject of discussion today is a therapeutic approach to yoga and mindfulness for teenagers. And teenagers for me are a very close subject to my heart because my son is, of course, 13 years old and he has entered that stage in his life where I keep telling to myself that what he does is because of his age. It's like when you have a toddler, this one is an overgrown one. It's meant to be a joke. And I can see many areas in his life where yoga would help. So welcome, Laura. Tell me a little bit about you, my darling. Well, thank you so much for having me. I was actually just watching your podcast with Avril that was earlier today and how you said that you always feel that people will say no to you. And it's so funny because for me, even though I do all these lives all the time, it still pushes me outside my comfort zone. So thank you so much, Maria, for inviting me. And yeah, I am the founder, lead teacher of Divine Light Yoga, and I run now online children's yoga teacher trainings, but usually I do them all around the world. So I'm currently in Mexico in a very different time zone to you. Basically, my passion is bringing therapeutic approaches to yoga, mindfulness, meditation to children and teens, really all over the globe. It is my mission in life to make sure that children, regardless of race, religion, background, education, upbringing, special needs, abilities, actually have access to these techniques. And I really feel a social responsibility to actually take that out and share it with the world to make sure that all children do have access to to yoga and mindfulness. I think that we can make a greater impact by training other people to do those things and to provide the tools. And is that the setting you normally work in with people who want to teach yoga to children? Or do you also work in a different setting like schools and community setting or anything like that? Yeah, I I actually work in a lot of different settings within children's yoga. My background is in international teaching. So I used to be a school teacher in international schools in Asia. And that's when I started to actually incorporate children's yoga into my daily life with the children in my classroom. When I became a full-time yoga teacher, I then started to work with families in their family homes, kids' classes in the community, with nonprofit organizations that I already had connections with as a teacher, but in yoga studios. So really, I was kind of going into any kind of setting possible, where there were children or teenagers or families, that I could share my, my passion and my knowledge of yoga um, and meditation when I went into teacher trainings initially I was going down more the educational route because my background is in school teaching 
So I started training teachers, uh, preschool teachers, secondary school teachers. Then I started training, obviously, yoga teachers. And now it's my, all of my trainings are a really wonderful mix of parents, social workers, play therapists, school teachers, literally anybody who has any kind of contact with children or teenagers, the people that I attract onto my training and the people that I, I love to work with. That sounds absolutely amazing. My son is in the international school here in Aberdeen. It's a quite a international community because of the oil we have here. So I must admit that the challenges that they are facing in that school, uh, the transit population, the people coming and going can be real challenging, especially for teenagers. So it is nice to hear that you have been exposed to that because I relate to it myself. Although we are relatively local in this area we're in, you can see it when things change and when their friends change or things happen, they can be very unsettled. And we are really grateful for our yoga teacher in that school and the counselor and the people that looks after the kids. So it's really lovely to hear this. What are the issues you usually see and find appropriate to address through yoga when working with teenagers, especially if we're talking about middle school, 13 to 16 years old kind of a thing? Yeah, I think this age group, the middle school, the 13 to 16 year age group, it can be very scary for a lot of parents, for a lot of teachers. It feels very unknown. You don't really know what to expect from them. And, you know, they are going through a lot and they're transitioning massively from childhood basically to adulthood. But they, they want to hold on a little bit to their, their childhood, but they want to be an adult, but they're not quite mature yet. And they don't have the skills, of course, or the body yet to be adults. So it is definitely an unpredictable, unusual, scary time for everybody involved in that teenager's life. I've worked in so many different settings and so many different parts of the world with international school kids, public schools, nonprofit schools, children who really have no home, no family, nothing. And the one thing that is you know, common amongst them all is that during those teenage years, it's really confusing for them. And their brain, you mentioned before how your teenage son is like a toddler sometimes. And we do compare them to toddlers, but actually their brain is deconstructing itself. And so the brain and the hormonal system in a teenager is going through the same transition that a toddler does. So you do see these similarities between toddlers and teens because it's not just about their moods and the way in which they communicate, but it's actually about their brain and their nervous system. It's physiology is actually going through the same kind of transition that a toddler has. So I think that's something that we can see worldwide amongst that 13 to 16 year olds is that they all have their own issues. They all have their own individual challenges, just like we do as adults. But the one common thing is that their brain and their nervous system and their hormonal system is going through such a huge transition that we as yoga teachers, we have the tools to directly work with, manipulate the brain and the nervous system in a positive way. So that's really how I love to work with teenagers is to actually teach them about their own nervous system, what's actually going on in their own brain 
and then give them the tools of yoga, meditation, and mindfulness in a way that does make them feel like adults, but also allows them to still have that little bit of playfulness and creativity so that they can take back control because I think that's what they don't feel. They don't feel in control of their own emotions, their own life, their body. They're not in control of it. And I think it's important that we give them the tools to take control of, of their own body, their own lifestyle and, and their own brain, <laughs> their own thoughts. I'm getting little goosebumps because when I did my kind of adapted yoga and therapeutic yoga training Part, the big part of what we do is to bring awareness to the client who you're working with and what the issues are and to help them take ownership because a very big part of therapeutic yoga is taking ownership and doing the practice like the teenagers that you're trying to engage with them and help them feel responsible almost, understand and take ownership of what is happening and take action in that way. And I was thinking, this is just so simple, but so effective. So very good point that you just made. How amazing to work in that manner. And of course, it's going to make them feel totally grown up, especially if you start thinking uh, or talking about the biochemistry behind their growing up or the way their body's growing up. And it's amazing to... Once they understand, they will also find ways to adapt. So that's just, yeah, it blows my mind. And is this the kind of thing you do in your teacher training? How do you bring those elements into your teacher trainings? Yeah, I would say my teacher training is definitely quite different to other teacher trainings that are out there because it does bring in the science and the psychology the educational side of things and fuses it all together with obviously yoga, the movement, the mindfulness. I would say, you know, for me and my trainees, yoga and meditation are the tools, but what we're actually teaching them is how to regulate themselves, mental health awareness, emotional intelligence, the whole health and well-being as a whole, and yoga and mindfulness are just the tools and techniques. So we're not really teaching them yoga. I mean, we are, but that's not what the fundamentals of what we're teaching. And yeah, so my teacher training is definitely more about what's going on in the brain and how can we support children and teenagers. Here's the science, then here's the psychology, and then here's the wonderful tools that we can use. Here's the creativity and the practical side. You're almost building a bridge between the one thing and another with the yoga, the yoga aspects that can be incorporated in all those parts and bringing everything together. It sounds amazing. And I have heard so many good things about you. So (laughs) a lot of fun to teach. And for me, my program is constantly evolving because the more I learn, then obviously the more I want to share. You know, when I learn something new, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to share this with my, my trainees. You have to read this book or here's something that I just learned. Um, and you send them an email and you're like, this is, a, this is so exciting. And sometimes you see like unread or something like that. And you're like, no, this is important. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, this is life changing. Don't you realize? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a teacher trainer, what can you share about teaching yoga to teenagers, to 
new yoga teachers. We all want to make a difference. We all want to have a positive impact. So in those terms, just share one of the top tips that you have about teaching yoga to teenagers. Honestly, it's so hard. It's like so many ideas, so many tips. Honestly, I feel like the the top tip I would give to any New York kids yoga teacher for any age group is you have to keep learning and you have to keep evolving your own practice. Because if you practice, if you implement everything that you're teaching to teenagers and you continue to evolve your own mental health, emotional well-being, your own yoga practice. And I'm not talking about the physical aspect at all. I'm talking about the overall aspect, the overall practice of yoga. Then you will continue to have that passion to share with teenagers. You'll have more knowledge. You will have, you'll be able to connect with them in a way that is coming from a place of knowing. And teenagers need that. They, they, they want to hear the benefits. They want to see the results instantly. But they want to know that you've been in their shoes and they have a respect for that. And that creates a deeper connection with teenagers. If you can say, hey, look, I know this is a weird thing that I'm asking you to do. Yoga is kind of strange sometimes. I understand that you might be apprehensive or you might be you know, nervous or you might not like this. I was in your shoes even just a year ago. I was in your shoes. You know, it doesn't have to be like when I was a teenager. No, no, no. When I first started practicing yoga, when I was learning this a year ago, I also was nervous and apprehensive, but I did it, I did it, I did it. And this was the outcome. So I think as as teachers, we have to keep learning. We have to keep that passion going and you have to implement everything that you're trying to share with teenagers. You have to have implemented it in your own life. Otherwise, they're going to see through that. Exactly. And you go to teacher trainings and some people say, oh, my practice is only like 10 minutes long. And I'm not going, what are you talking about? Your practice being only 10 minutes long, your physical practice or, you know, your mindset, how do you actually work around this? And the funny thing is that just like this morning, when we talked about self-care, that's a yoga practice. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't turn up in a challenging environment with the teenagers because they can be challenging to uh, serve them and to do good in their lives through your gift of yoga without having filled your cup with the knowledge about them, how they may feel, the empathy, the, all those things that yoga brings into our lives. So this is really nice to hear yet again. And that's uh, what I think matters the most. Our own practice is very important in serving the kids and, you know, any population we are teaching. Also, you know, our, our yoga practice, sorry, Maria, but uh, yoga practice is every single moment of the day, every single moment of the day, it's being aware of your body. What's going on? What's your emotions? How are you going to release this? You're in a, you're in a queue at the supermarket and it's annoying. You have to wear a mask. You have to, you can't, oh, now the government have changed the rules. All of these things, part of your practice. How are you dealing with it? How is your body dealing with it? How are you going to release it? So I think teaching children that as well and teenagers that Every single moment of the day is your practice. So, yes, yes I agree with that completely. I you, I learn every day from how uh, you deal with uh, having a pet. Sorry, and I, I know it's a very silly example, but how you care for an animal. Uh, 
to how you care for a child and yourself, all those things really, really matter and create an understanding on what others are going through and you can serve them properly every day and coming from a place of understanding really and you then kind of makes sense because you've got a common ground if you don't have that common ground how are you going to go into whoever you're so that's a really amazing tip thank you exactly I would like to say to everybody listening thank you for taking the time um but I do have a lot of free videos and workshops and I do actually have a free workshop on therapeutic approaches to teen anxiety so definitely take a look at that if, if this conversation has been you know interesting to you and thank you so much Maria it's um, been really wonderful to to chat with you and uh, thank you for so much that you share with the whole community and, and for the work that you're doing it's so interesting and exciting but really really valuable so thank you so much oh thank you I love bringing people together and I have got selfishly I guess I have got so much out of meeting those people I thought I was going to start it just because it is a wonderful way to offer people the opportunity to showcase themselves you could see that people join the groups and they just want to promote their business and that's absolutely fine but I was thinking we see enough of that we want to see more of the actual person that it is behind that poster that has just been posted in the group we want to see more of what they're actually doing and what they stand for and it is really lovely to have you here I it was enlightening 